0: Morning. Good morning. <coughs> Hi. Okay. How many of you um, are new to sitting? Two, three. And you're going to sit the three day? Two day? Two, three. Do you have enough instruction of? Do you feel like you've had enough and instruction and enough so that you're comfortable, you have a kind of a sense of what to do and stuff? Sort of? Could you and talk? No, Ian'll talk with you. Okay. More so you so you're comfortable. And if you have um, questions, you know, ask and um, even though we sit still, we don't want you to get hurt physically if you have Sharp kind of pain, make sure you move. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been here for a few days now, and I, I spent the last couple of days here in the Zendo, just being here in the afternoon. And um, I got three, three people I spoke with, um, they were about suicide. Excuse me for starting a three-day sit this way, but this is what's on my mind. Um, Two of the people I didn't personally speak with, I spoke with their family. Two of them died, and one of them didn't. Two of them were on the altar. Their names, their families asked if we would put their name on the altar, and today after the scheduled Time. We'll do a, some of us who know how to chant the Daeshadarani and anyone else who wants to stay can stay and we'll chant a little bit for those people. And the third name on the altar is Steve, Steve Jobs, who um, I knew when he was uh, 28, I think. In Palo Alto, we were both studying together with Coben Chino Roshi. He was a Buddhist, vegetarian. I think he stayed a vegetarian, actually. Um, anyway, he was a friend, and he came to um, Tassajara to visit a number of times, and, although people at that time didn't know who he was. Nor did anybody actually know who he was going to turn into, <laughs> <laughs> really. But anyway, he was a sweet, young, thin man. So, um, we're here these three days to continue our practice of being present. The instructions are really easy, but it's hard to do. We're here to be the activity of the present moment whether we have some space around our mind of difficulty or duality or not, we are still here, alive, breathing, tasting, seeing, living. And that's enough. It's actually a miracle that we hear at all, if you think about it. When all is said and done when we sit, Suzuki Roshi mentioned this, the thing that we're most actually aware of when we sit is that we're just there. But we throw that away. We don't even pay much attention. But the fact of the matter is that we're actually just here, alive. We were born, we're here for a bit, and we don't know when, but we will cease. We will die. This being born and dying is the question of our practice. It's often said in Zen, it's the great matter of life and death. As a matter of fact, on our Han, for those of you who to the sound on the Han, and even when you pass by, you can see it says, um, Great is the matter of birth and death. Awake, awake, do not waste this life. So every time you hear the Han, you're reminded, right? We're just here, living. What? What, what is that? What is that? Is there any meaning in life? Is there meaning in death? How does that inform the way we are from day to day? Does it inform how we are from day to day? Reb um, wrote something on my rocks a while ago. I think the first time I was... second time I... Anyway, it's great. He said, what he put on the rocks was, we are deeply connected and separated by a sea of death. So, how do we understand Death. How, how, how can we, how does it help illuminate our life, this being close, if we notice, to this ceasing? And especially, how do we understand that part of ourself that doesn't want to stop? That part of ourself that wants to keep going, even if it means our own suffering? that part of ourself that wants to, and sometimes we feel like it needs to be in control. Needs to be the center of everything. Always me, 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 me. When we sit, we can see that this part, this part of ourself, this aspect of our, we can say ego, mind, wants to keep going. And, and out of that fear, out of the fear of not, this, this egoic part, the fear that it has of, of stopping is what prevents us from simply letting go into life as it has come to be. Much of our behavior, when we really are honest with ourselves, is based on this fear. But, interestingly enough, strangely enough, Without death, there is no life. We don't let ourselves feel that. So we can understand that life and death are the same. They're the same. It's like you wouldn't say, um, like if you exhale a breath. The, the exhale, let's say, it can be death. It's a little dying. If you don't inhale again, it is dying. But if you inhale all the time, that's impossible. You have to have exhale. We breathe out and we die a little bit. And then the body remembers and and it breathes in. You can see in Zazen. Just breathe out and wait. The body will breathe in all by itself. Same thing. Breathing out, breathing in, it's the same thing. You can't have one without the other. It's like a coin has two sides, but but there's no such thing as a coin without those two sides. Right? It's the same thing. There's no really such thing as winter all by itself. So life and death are close. We have to die. When it's my turn to die, it will be my turn to die, so that the next generation, the next life, can have the space, can have its time. It's a big, like in The Lion King, you know, (laughs) it's true though. It's a cycle. It's a circle of life, you know, which includes death, life and death. When we can understand ourselves this way, then life and death both begin to have some meaning, not in the sense of intellectual meaning, but more in the sense of a kind of a taste. Mm-hmm. We begin to trust life to be the way it is. We're not, we don't have to fight against it so much. We can throw ourselves our, our no-self, because, in fact, there's nobody there to die, ultimately. We can throw ourselves in, into life and trust it. Because we won't be so, we're not so afraid of letting go, of stopping, of just being this moment. So this informs kind of our attitude in Zen. We we know deeply that we can't hold on to anything, that we have to be 100% committed to whatever it is that we're doing on this moment. As I've said many times before, if we grab on, we stop the flow of life. It's like when you put something in a river and the current of the river is continually going to flow. If you put something in a current of a river, if it's strong enough, it just will push it over or go around or so on. This attempt at stopping life that we do can't, con- can't succeed. We can't actually grab on. if we understand this, we don't fight anymore with life as it's come to be. We understand that it has come to be out of the vastness of its truth that we are as well. So we join with life instead of resisting, instead of fighting all the time. We join with life first and out of that It tells us, mostly, how to act. Instead of imposing our idea on what should be happening, it comes out of the situation. We don't have to fight inside first, and then not fight outside. So this, this throwing ourselves in the moment completely is the kind of core attitude of a Zen student. It's what, when Suzuki Roshi was explaining, he said one time, we don't clean the room to clean the room. So what he's saying is, is if we look and see, and there's dust on the floor, we clean, that, we clean the dust. And then if a drawer is left open, we push the drawer in. Or if there's a window and it's dirty, we clean the window. We, we do take care of each thing, and if we take care of each thing completely, the room ends up being clean. But it's not some idea we have first, like the room should be clean. It's more like you go to the kitchen and there are dishes left in the sink. You clean the dishes, you put them away, and then you turn around and oh, gosh. There it is. Sink is clean. So we give attention, complete attention, to each activity and then we let it go. We die to that activity. We die each moment. Little deaths. You, know? you see something and it's gone. You hear something and it's over. You take a breath and then you exhale. Somebody smiles and they're gone. These little deaths, these little endings, happen all the time. You pick your foot up in Kenyan. You put it down. It's not up anymore, it's down. This is how a Zen student lives. It's how we sit zazen. It's how we take care of the kitchen. It's how we walk in. We want to really be here for our life, as it has come to be, no matter what it is, even if it's not so great right now. We make a commitment to be present in this activity which is our life. There is nothing beyond this activity. There is no time except for this activity. I was thinking the other day of Tupac's song. I don't know if you know it, the song. You know Tupac <laughs> song, Death Around the Corner. Do you know that song? It's a terrific song. His death around the corner was a little bit more intense. In the song, you know, he's standing at the window with a big gun, I think, a, you know, a big gun, <laughs> expecting to be <coughs> killed, which in fact he was, so maybe that wasn't so stupid. You know. He expected death around the corner. I wonder how that informed his life. But we have death around the corner also. In fact, in Zen, very often it says to practice as if to to have death on your shoulder as a companion. So when it comes down to it, we don't practice for any reason, in a way. In some way the word practice is a little bit, um, just off a little bit. We don't practice for the sake of anything. We don't practice to get something. We're not practicing to fix something. We're not practicing for over there, for the next something, the next moment, the next anything, the next goal, the next experience, nothing. We practice just to live. We practice because it is our life. We do this, this is a way of living. Like Kettigary had said in one of his chapters of his book, Returning to Silence, it's t- the name of the chapter is, To Live is Just to Live. He was serious. To live in this kind of wholehearted, open way, open to life, open to yourself. No matter how you are now, it's enough. Just that you're alive is enough. It goes by really fast. There's nothing to do. You don't have to be, you know, a top CEO of a, the most <laughs> valued company in the world. That was just his kind of I don't know, destiny is kind of a strong word, but... You can just be a street cleaner, a teacher. doesn't really matter. We're all value equal. We're all life, living itself. And then looking like we die. I heard Adyashanti give a talk one time, he said, um, what was it? This is really good, it's so true. He said, you know, if people were really guaranteed that the part of themselves, that the ego part of themselves would live beyond the body, right, it would be okay for us to die, we wouldn't mind it at all. (laughs) Because we'd still be there somehow as a personality. It's that part of ourself that creates the suffering that wants to keep going. If we just allow it to let go of this, uh, the, the energy it takes you know, to keep itself the center of the entire universe. It's hard, <laughs> you know. We should put it down (laughs) and die. Anyway, um... The instructions, the ultimate instructions for zazen, for sitting, Not really in the beginning, I'll make a little adjustment, but ultimately, the instructions are not to do anything. The instructions are saying, just be, just be, just be your out breath, not even yours, but just be the breath, just exhale, just inhale just sound, just feeling, just sensation. And when we do that we die a little bit. So this is the attitude of Zen. We're not doing this to do something. We're just 100% being life. 100% complete commitment to whatever the activity is that you're involved in. Whether it's sitting, whether it's chopping carrots, same thing. When we don't live this way, we miss our life. And then before you know it, it's over. So um, this is the first day of three days of living this way. We, We come together to live this way during retreat. So this is the first day of our retreat, so please make good effort just, just to be here. And as you make your effort, as you know, it helps and supports everybody else.